Welcome back to Highly Logical. We've got Spatter and Alfie reporting for duty. Do, do, do. <laughs> Please state the nature of this t- podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's tell the listener what's happening this week. We're talking this week about medicine, doctors, general medical stuff. See you in the med lab. Med lab? Where's the fucking med lab come <laughs> from again? Sick bay boy. It's because we said it. We said it weeks and weeks ago. I said med lab and that's it now. I just can't think of what it's called I anymore. I said it last time as Bloody well. Hell. So, <laughs> so at Highly Logical's mirror universe of track. It's called the Med Lab, not the Sick Bay. You see, that's where I'm getting mm-hmm. confused. I keep forgetting that we're from the dark universe and that we wound up here, transporters, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We got, but we're a bit mad yeah. in the Med Lab. Yeah. This this is why you've got a goatee beard as well, isn't it? Yeah. Here at Star Trek Highly Logical, each episode, we challenge one another <laughs> on our Star Trek nonsense. Deeply so, uh, intellectual challenges, yeah. This week's game is going to be called, Is This a Star Trek Illness? A quiz where I ask Spanner, is this a Star Trek illness? And we find out <laughs> if Spanner can identify correctly if the question that I asked is, in fact, a Star Trek illness. illness play it, let's right. play it home. Let's find out, everybody. I think I've got it. He plays for nothing. The stakes are high. Will he risk it all? Star Trek, highly illogical. These are the ramblings of Spanner and Alfie, their continuing mission to overanalyze sci-fi telly, to explore nonsensical truth and strange new observations, to badly go where too many have gone before. So this week we're gonna shake things up and start with the game on the topic of medicine. Are you are you interested? Are you with me on this, Spanner? Because I know this is uh it's two of us that has to put in our codes of command to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um confirm first officer omega three alpha engage. My my codes are alpha, lima, uh cheetah, tiger. It, it, <laughs> I was trying to write my name, but then I was like, what's oh, what no, I? Indigo, okay. Indigo, is it? Federation, Indigo again, and e gum, that was dumb. <clears throat> Alfie Centaurian. Oh, that's good. You should totally change your name to your surname to Centauri. I should, right? Okay, so I think we should add some game game show host music in, so into Ooh. the game as well, just to like... That kind of thing. Mm. There you go. Yes. Sorted. That's a, yeah. That's another job done. <clears throat> Are you ready? I haven't prepared in the least. Well, lucky I have. So this is called, this game is called, Is This a Star Trek Illness? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds uh, fairly self-explanatory. Yes. And you get, so you get, for each one, you, you can win up to three points per answer. So I'm going to name you a Star Trek illness, or maybe it's not a Star Trek illness. You okay. have to let me know if it is. And yeah. if it is, then you have to, and you get more follow-up points for saying... Like, to, to, to give you a diagnosis or something. Exactly. If you can diagnose further by, by giving me the um, series in which the illness is featured mm-hmm. and the character or the situation in which the illness is spoken about yeah. within the, within the, within the okay, show. Okay, well, I've always wanted, when I grow up, I've always wanted to be a medical hologram. So this should be easier for me. Good, good, good. You, your subroutines are programmed. Yeah. Cool, so yeah. let's go. 
is this a static illness? And also, if you can spell it, that's another eight points. Oh, bollocks to that. I can barely <laughs> write in English, never mind Klingon or whatever. All right, here we go. Falusian flu. Falusian flu. Is that is a real yeah, illness? Buzz a noise, please. Buzz a noise. Oh, and. Um, <laughs> that was me doing a red alert. It sounds like a dog dying. Okay, wait a minute. Maybe I can do it again. Um, no, I can't. That was the best I could do. <laughs> Why do I sound like Scooby Doo? Wrapped in Ricard. Okay, so yeah, Falusian flu is. Uh, that yes. sounds very, very familiar. So I'm, I'm feel confident that that's that's a real Com- ailment of the 24th century. You do seem pretty confident. So if you're that confident, then follow up with the where is it from and who who does it affect, right. or in which plot point does it feature? And maybe it's more than one. So I will give you an you know if you get any of them. Yeah. Did Worf have some kind of variation of it? Mm, no. I feel like Pulaski brought it up at some yes, point. Yes, right, yes. Right, okay. Pulaski solidified herself in history books, my personal history books, on her rep- repeating the word Pelusian flu. Pelusian flu. Not, not the is, case of the Pelusian flu. I don't recall ever meeting any Pelusians. You know, it sounds like it's it sounds like a species or a planet or something, doesn't it? Pelusia. You know, and there's here's a Pelusian from Pelusia and there's a Pelusian flu. But I don't recall ever meeting a Falusian. So let me just try and remember. So it's obviously from TNG series two because. But there could be there could be a you know how uh, illnesses and diseases are often named after the, the patient zero, right? So there could be like an Edward Falusian. That's true, and sometimes after the people who found it. So there could be a Doctor Falusian who figured yeah. it out. Yeah, I suppose that, that's true, and he could be from anywhere. Anyway, so who had it? Now then, this is. This feels very, very familiar. But, but you've got, I tell you what, you get a point. So you get one point for correcting it right, for using flute, and you get one point for the series Next Generation because you said mm-hmm. Pulaski and she's mm-hmm. only in the Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So there's two points already out of a possible three. Can you get the last point, which is who who does it affect? Who caught Falusian flu? Yeah, the whole crew, does the whole crew get it? You know, there's like a, there's an epidemic on the ship and they can't beam people back up from the planet. Exactly. It's this episode, but no one actually on the ship gets it um, because they, they don't allow her to treat them because it's it's too dangerous um, because, the, the, you know, the Enterprise people might get it if they interfere with... Wait a with... second. Is it the one with the genetically engineered kids? Yes, there right. we go. Right, and she puts, the, they seal him in plastic <laughs> initially when they beam the guy aboard and it just turns out that it's he's immune but his immune system is so strong it starts like killing people who are around him yes now now it's it's apparently written that that the Falusian flu on its own by nature is described as an exotic yet harmless yeah virus but it's because of this super child he has he has an amazing immune system that goes out and starts killing people aging them rapidly right aging them rapidly okay i'm with you i've got it Um, i remember um, now and she's got like gorgeous prosthetic makeup on um in the episode uh which just makes it look like looks like sort of a waxworks that fell asleep in front of the fire yeah exactly it's just it's just or like santa like pulaski as santa claus <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> like mrs claus for sure yeah um pulaski claus yes it affects the uss landry they all wind up a little bit dead don't they they find them dead a little bit yeah and yeah. And, 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 and uh i think her writer's like 
He's the same age as me, Captain. That's right, yeah. He's... They're like, oh, look at all these gross old old people. Ugh, ugh, nasty. Oh. They do it regularly, <laughs> this, in Star Trek. He was, I even remember uh, the original series episode where yeah. people were aging prematurely. and Yeah, it's it's come up a couple of times. But... And then they get better, weirdly, from old age. Nice well, you just, yeah, you, I mean, wouldn't you think then you can have eternal youth if you can de-age so. yourself? So yeah. if, you can, if you can suffer from an illness that makes you age and then that you can revert back to... I, I, was, I was 90 years old, but I got better. Aging is maybe a good thing in the future and it's a badge of honour because otherwise, why wouldn't anybody just use the transporter or what they do with the dermal regeneration in order to always stay youthful and young? Yeah, you'd think all those like um, lotions and potions that they sell now for people to rub on the face to counteract the effects of aging, they would progress too along with things like warp drive so they would actually be effective perhaps they would work in the future yeah but i mean if you can turn a klingon into a, a human like they do in discovery right. and if you can make like a convincing human being with like nice baby bum skin then i'm sure you could just revert somebody's aging face very simply well it makes sense to me yeah so get your act together future <laughs> hey spanner next question is this a star trek illness please state the nature of the medical question mm, nice Thank you. You've got two choices. One of them's right, one of them's not. Ooh. Is it Barnet's disease? Uh oh. Or Darnay's disease? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with um, uh, tempted as I am to deliberately get this wrong because it was kind of funny when you said it. I don't know why it shouldn't be, but it was. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Barnet's disease. Well, it's kind of funny that you got that wrong. <laughs> really? Barney the dinosaur's disease? Barney's disease? No. Oh. It's Darnay's disease. Darn. Darnay's disease? Really? I don't know. Darnay's disease, yeah. Darnay's disease. Oh, God darn Darnay's disease. Are you absolutely sure about that? You're questioning my... Well... No, no, large. No, that sounds crazy when you put it like that. Yeah, it's, it's a capital D for, like, the big D. A-R... N A Y apostrophe S Darnay's disease. disease. And I've got it written on my notepad here, Darnay's or Barney's. And like I just think of Bar Barney the purple dinosaur. Well, it, I didn't make that connection, I must say. Who had who had Darnay's? You're the contestant, boy oh boy. I'm gonna need a clue. I would phone a friend, but I don't have okay. any. Okay. So this one I believe has popped up a couple of times. Not per se in an episode as like the main theme of the episode but it's just mentioned in passing yeah. and uh and it is from the same series as we uh is the last question okay so it's tng series yes and it is related heavily to data in some way not directly but oh so is this what noonian sung had oh wait a minute no not noonian sung uh what's his name ira graves Yes, nailed it. You absolutely uh, get that point. I do you remember? Named, you, you, you named his whole name, like Ira Graves. I he would have yeah, like, he taught Sung everything he does. Yeah, you know the guy that like claims to be Data's grandfather. Right, um, yeah, yeah. It's a great little episode, actually, especially is, when yeah. he ends up downloading his uh, his consciousness <laughs> into Data. Into Data. And and Data attends his funeral, and Picard's like, does anybody like to say any words? And Data has the best Because he speech. starts eulogizing. Oh, what is his speech? He's like, like to know him, 
is to, is love, to him. love him is to know and to him. love him <laughs> is to know him and Wesley Crusher is like whoa that's <laughs> that's deep, deep man yeah. that's so deep and he's like how'd you come up with that data oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he was easily impressed with work with Wesley and Picard is like that's enough data what the fuck <laughs> data shut up he's like that'll be enough data and um I, I love and data is so not data in that episode it's brilliant the way he's snarky to Picard yeah um and he's like you know stop hitting on my my woman who I've raised from a child and she's now only 20 and I'm like 85 and I'm totally and into I, her but and I think this, I think I feel like something could happen <laughs> but 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 that was the whole storyline she also was like oh I love him too more than That's just right. him being my father figure I, mean, um, I think you're it, right i think like uh, brent spiner really like it was finally it was he got let off the hook you know like okay you're allowed to act for the first time in two years of all these shows we've made you get to act in this one and i think he just kind of really relished being allowed to do two things other than like moving his head slightly from side to side and saying processing absolutely yeah. and he probably also loved telling picard to like pipe down and you know uh, <laughs> It was like a reverse role for the, you know, the the way that uh, Picard and Data interact with each other. Yeah. Like Data was allowed to say, "Hold up, boy, stop, stop trying to head on my woman," sort of thing. And uh, calling him Picard. Picard's yeah, Picard's like, "How dare you? How how dare you? I can do what I want, Data. You you shut up, Data. That's your role here." Um, but that was so awkward and very very creepy. The fact that you know he's. Her parents died, right? He like adopted her from a very small, yeah. small child, raised her to not know what a Romulan is because the first question she asks, poor Worf, are you a Romulan? Are you a Romulan? <laughs> and what was Worf's reply? <laughs> it's like, I think he's just hardly. <laughs> exactly, like he's not happy about such a, yeah. such a question. Is like, everything she knows was taught by me, so it's just the Karma Sutra and what Rom and Klingons. Yeah, you'd, you'd think they would have some kind of palm hub in the future that would have helped her out there, but it didn't. Yeah. So if we've lost you, which you probably have, the episode that we're talking about, Dani's disease, is featured in episode something something in <laughs> in the series TNG. It was in. It was either in series one to seven of TNG, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Out out of one of the two hundred seventy episodes, it's one of those. Yeah, um, that was the one. It, it's early on. I think it's season season one or two, actually. Um, I think yeah. season one, in two, fact. I feel like season two, maybe, but I don't know. I couldn't give you the exact episode. And there's absolutely no way we can ever find out. So I can't think mind. of any way. Well, I've, uh, well, I'm just gonna have to rewatch all seven series, and and it'll that'll then the question will just answer itself. Uh, the episode's called the Schizoid Man. The Schizoid Man, right? Yeah, what a terrible title for a pretty good episode. <laughs> it's a really terrible title. <laughs> It's really so much Production number 40272-131. Uh, I thought it was dash 132, but you might be right about that. Might be so yeah, you don't, all you, put, you just lost all your points in the game so far. Yeah. Over. Um, it's, uh, you're right, season two, episode six. Anyway, so, so I'll give you two points for that one because you get for Ira Graves and you get for... TNG. Yeah, TNG, but you don't get the point for Darnay's because you got no, that wrong. Got and, and I actually gave you TNG, that was the clue that I gave you, but I'll just give you two points. Because you're really pretty. And I don't think you expected me to just say Ira Graves. I feel pretty smug about that. Yeah, yeah, rightly so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You'll take that name to your grave. He was a massive tosser, but in a good he, way. You know, in it a was good, good. Way. Yeah, they, 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 he knew what a massive wanker he was. 
and they've kind oh, of yes. used that in the story and it works really well and um and when he it. even like you said he really honed in his his arrogance because there's, yeah. a, there's a comment there that said you know if only i was as good looking as my intelligence or something so <laughs> i think he was aware of his I'm own start saying that to people yeah. and didn't give a fuck yeah, yeah. Didn't give you a would fuck. admire me if, if i was as good looking as i am intelligent you would love me <laughs> we already do anyway I know. next one <clears throat> okay barclay's protomorphosis syndrome Barclay's protomorphosis syndrome. Okay, I'm going to say this is something that a, a medical hologram might suffer from. What do you think? What do I think? I'm the I'm the question master. Is my warp plasma hot? Your warp plasma is Andorian cold, and you, you're so far off on this one. Oh, okay. When you said Barclay's, I thought, is this something that, you know, when a hollow matrix breaks, starts breaking down, does it have a like a whole syndrome attached to it, but I guess not. Yeah, but think of Barclay. Barclay, right. So who's Barclay? Reg Reginald Barclay. Reginald Barclay, yeah. yeah. Mr. Does that trigger anything? Mr. Broccoli, does that yeah. trigger anything? Yeah, that's why I was thinking it was would be something to do with the hollow matrix. But oh, is it what the um Doctor Oh bollocks, what's his name? The guy who, who built the medical hologram. Oh Doctor Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Did Zimmerman no. have that? No, why 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 are you thinking it's anything to do with hollow hologram? Well because Reg Barkley worked for him, didn't he? At Jupiter Station. Yeah, but Reg Barkley isn't a hologram. No, but he works on holograms. Sure, in Voyager. Yeah. And he like and he has a hollow addiction. It's funny that, isn't he? He he has a he has a mental health issue. He's a hollow he's addicted to the, the hollow deck. Yeah, and yeah it, it makes sense then that he would seek out a career in that, I guess, yeah. So going back a second, so we agree that Barclay's protomorphosis syndrome is is a real Star Trek illness, first of all. Oh, right, that's the question, isn't it? Um, but you might want to speed up a little bit with these answers. I'm giving people a chance to shout at the, you know, the, their iPod. Oh. Um, <laughs> their iPod nanos. There you go. <laughs> Nanobot, nanobot. God, did the Borg invent iPods? Mm. Yes, yeah, so is it a real Star Trek illness? You know, I cannot remember hearing it, so I'm gonna say it's, maybe it's not an illness. <sighs> right, you get no points. You get no points and no respect Damn. for this answer. So I'm just gonna relieve everybody out of the misery. Yeah, please. So you know Barclay, he's a hypochondriac, right? Isn't right. He? And he goes to see the doctor all the time, and Beverly Crusher, bless her. I think Beverly and Troy have a lot of time for Barclay, and I think that's mm -hmm. really, really cool. Um, so she's, you know, she's always reassuring him, and she's not, she's not particularly making him feel stupid for being such a hypochondriac. But in this particular episode, he hypothesized that he's got this disease, and she said, no, what it is actually is one of your uh, T cells is laying dormant within your body. So yeah. I'll just, I'll just wake up one of these gen genomes that are sleeping. Of course. And God. you won't have any fear about this future hypothetical illness. That you're and then the about. next thing you know, Worf is this big rampaging mindless beast, and Picard is turning into a lemur. Exactly, and a really scary lemur. It's a good so, one, actually. <gasps> if you if you want to watch a Star Trek episode on Halloween, that's the one to watch. Yes, it's got a really nice, creepy vibe to it. I love yeah. I, the first time it, I watched it. It's as close episode, to horror as Star Trek ever got. Absolutely, and they do it really well. I, I love the eeriness that they created yeah. by setting up the scene of Data and Picard being a, on an away mission to catch mm -hmm. to catch a, like a rogue a, a beacon a beacon they sent out that went a bit rogue or something. Something like that. Or uh, what, what are they called? Probe. Yeah, class, probe, class yeah. one probe usually, isn't it? So they've four. gone chasing chasing rogue probes as we do, and they come probe, back. Yeah. And the, yeah, and the spaceship, all the lights are off, and the spaceship is on screensaver mode, and yeah. it's really dark, really creepy. I, I think it's in the later later seasons. It is. It's one, it might even be series seven. Yeah, yeah six or seven. Anyway, cool. So you, you got none of it right. Sorry there. 
Um, and then they name the disease after him, which which Barkley fucking loves, doesn't he? Being the guy that hates anything like this. And he's now got this uh, very serious, almost ship-destroying <laughs> syndrome named after him, which is just a beautiful way to end the episode. Good one. That was a good one. Hey, Spanner, next question. Is this a Star Trek illness? The Sulabon phage. Eh? Next one is the Sulabon phage. Well, hmm, okay. I'm going to say a qualified no, that's not real because there was the phage, but it wasn't the Suliban. Nice, nice. I thought I might trick you out there. Sneaky monkey. So you get one point for phage, and then who who does have the phage? The Vidians. You are mega right. Yeah. Vidian phage. Vidian phage. And what series? What series? Series one or two of Voyager. I think maybe even one, two. Ah, yes, it is Voyager, isn't it? The Vidians are only in Voyager, right? They're, they're Delta Quadrant types. Yeah, and they are like the first couple of seasons of. Uh, they crop up once or twice, don't they? Yeah, there's the, there's yeah. the first one where they just start, they're just robbing piece, bits and pieces off of people. But I, I but what I meant by season, I, I meant series. So we've got Voyager, Phage, not Zulabon. So you get three whopping points for that one. Fucking okay, nailed that one. All right, okay. all right. Let's not, let's not waste time on that one because yeah. that was that was. Can I not just sort of revel in that glory a little bit? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Sweet. <laughs> Good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. Next one is: Is this a Star Trek illness? The Klingon eugenic virus. Hmm. So I feel like I've been a bit naughty. It's a similar thing to the one above. Yeah. If you like. But well, the thing is, I would say yes to this one because in Enterprise, the eugenics types who they're trying to sort of breed super Klingons from the human eugenics people who, you know, who cancel up. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give you the points for this one because I think I've, I've been a bit of a jackass here because I just swapped out the word eugenic to augment and it kind of is the same thing. And I think you've, you've really nailed it on the head that that is what the disease is in relation to. Mm. That's what you meant, right? It is, yeah. And yeah. also, if I can wax lyrical on this one for a minute, I also think it's one of the best storylines across all of Star Trek because it was so ingenious how it, you know, it went back to... Yeah. It leads all the way back to original series where the Klingons don't have all the cranial ridges and so on. And and they used this episode or this sort of series as story arc in Enterprise to explain. And even even in DS9, it comes up, doesn't it? Where they go back in time and somebody, I can't remember before Brian asks Worf, are those really Klingons? Because they didn't have the ridges. Because they didn't have the ridges. It says, yes, yeah, so we don't talk about this with outsiders, you know? And they just, so they just, they, they didn't know how to explain it away. So they just like brushed it under the carpet. And then years later, Enterprise comes along and gives us like a really genuine, great medical reason as to why Klingons wound up without cranial ridges. Correct. Ingenious, absolutely ingenious. Somebody deserved a, a free, a free latte for <laughs> coming up with that amazing storyline. Yes, they absolutely did. So yeah, you really, you really got all the points there. Yeah. So I'm replete with points from that one. Then you are. You got, you got three out of three on that one, baby. Um, Fuck yeah. Okay, we'll speed this up a bit longer. I've got three more. Are you interested? Go for it. Okay. Puna syndrome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, yeah, that sounds familiar, but it also sounds like the kind of stupid nonsense that you would make. Up. <laughs> oh my god, trying to say that with a straight face almost broke me. <laughs> so follow your instincts on this one. I'm going to say it's real, or at least, you know, real in Star Trek terms. 
which is as good as real. You can have half a point uh, for the for whether it's real or not. Um, okay. In what uh, and then I'll in what context? <laughs> Why don't you start with with, with a, well, start start with a correct answer? <laughs> okay, okay. I'll just I'll, I'll confess it. Okay, it's it's not Puna. Yeah, it's not Puna. It's Pana. Pana syndrome. Because if you say it like that, it sounds different. Like <laughs> so, it's P A comma uh, yeah. uh, like like a. A comma uh, in the air, yeah. <laughs> comma in the air, like you just don't get um, NAR yeah. syndrome. Yeah, NAR syndrome. Yeah, so this is this is Vulcan, then, isn't it? There we go. Yeah, I thought that yeah, might help you out a little bit. Yeah. So you get half a point for saying that it was true. Puna, Puna. <laughs> um, and it is Vulcan, so you get a point for that. Yeah. And it the syndrome. I'll, t- I'll describe what the syndrome is. It's a degradation of synaptic pathways, and it's related to the Vulcan. Yeah. All right. But, oh, it's okay. I've got it. Yeah. Go. Yeah, carry on if you want. But no, 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 no. <laughs> this is this is this is this is what T'Pol winds up with from a dodgy mind meld. Is that right? Yes. Good. And it turns out, and actually, it's not even a thing, is it? As, as we learn later on, mind melding takes care of it. It's just when the mind meld. You know, it's like trying to get an android phone and an iphone to talk to each other and it just don't quite work yeah exactly it's like when i i have a hard drive that works on my mac but doesn't work on the pc exactly same analogy so that's two and a half points for that one it's very embarrassing though it's very embarrassing for a vulcan to or at least it was at the time you know they they moved past it they 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 managed to sort of destigmatize it didn't they in in eventually yeah yeah who cares which was okay um, the next one. It was quite important to the Vulcans, but yeah, we don't give a shit. If you can, Vulcan. Okay, so, uh, next one is cellular degenerative stasis. St- state. I can't read my writing. Cellular degenerative stasis disease. Right, well, this sounds like something like getting old when you're supposed to be in stasis. Now, is that, has that ever come up anywhere? Cellular degenerative stasis disease. Occasionally, people have been put into stasis, haven't they, while they've been in, in Star Trek? Like they found yes, well done. well done. <laughs> they, found, um, they found those people in um, floating around in space who had been cryogenically frozen, you know, and uh, there was a the guy who needed to really check his stock portfolio, and there was a country singer <laughs> who wanted to go on tour with Data. I don't know. Oh, yeah. um, I can't think where it has come from. I, I'm going to say it is a disease. But I can't quite, quite, quite pinpoint where and when it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, it's it's okay. It's absolute bullshit. I just made that up. Damn I it. made it all up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was convincing though. Well done coming up with a disease. So that was good techno bubble. Thank you very much. You know, it's quite difficult actually because as as I, as you've noticed, most of these only very slightly altered. They're not just completely fabricated. And it was based on the, a similar idea to what you were thinking of, that, that I know stasis over time is known in star, in science fiction nonsense to yeah. affect. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that caught me out. So you don't get any points for the second no, one? It was, no. It was only out of one point anyway, out of the last one. You covered your own tracks really well there. That's, that was, what was it again? Just give it this one more time. Cellular degenerative stasis disease. Damn. That was a good one. You see, I would have expected you to come up with wibbly wobbly finger disease. That would be that was where I kind of put your level of techno bubble, but um, clearly I'm totally wrong about that. I have flibbity blibbity toe. That was my yeah. next one. <laughs> Is that a real one? Uh, flibbity dibbity toe fungus in- infection disorder. Syndrome. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the last one? 
Yes, I say with a due sense of exhaustion and dread. Morphogenes, morphogenitititis. Okay, morphogenitititis. Okay, it's a word that I can't pronounce. Morphogenitititis. Yeah. Oh no, it says morphogenic virus. Morphogenic virus sounds like a thing. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like we've we've heard of we've had morphogenic viruses. I can't think which series that would be a morphogenic virus. We're going to say it's a real. Yeah, we're going to say it's real. Correct. Yeah. And it's super interesting this one as well, actually. So let's see, let's see. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this a DS9 one? Is morphogenic virus? And you correctly made the association with Deep Space Nine. Continue. Yes. So yeah, was this the one where they used? uh, Did they use Odo to uh, infect like uh, these all species? You know, effectively commit genocide. Um, yeah, so you can have a, you can have all three points there because you, you you established that it was real disease. Deep Space Nine is the series that it's from, and you made the association with the fi- founders that it affects. Right. Just to give you a bit more backstory on what the, the virus is exactly, it was created by um, Section Thirty One. Yeah, biological warfare. That's dark. Yes, it really is. <clears throat> right, good job. How many points you got? You got three, four, hey. five, six, seven, eight, well, nine, ten, eleven. 12 and a half, 13, 14, 15 and a half. You got 15 and a half points out of a possible, out of a possible 24. Not bad. That sounds like a lot of points, but it's only just over half, really. Right, cool. That was that was this week's game. That was just, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. We're going we're gonna to get onto the, the actual main topic of conversation, which is medicine and the doctors and all things Starfleet Medical and beyond. Um, join us again next time. You can visit us at StarTrekIleological.com and deactivate emergency medical podcast. Star Trek, highly illogical. These are the ramblings of Spanner and Alfie. Their continuing mission to overanalyze sci-fi telly to explore nonsensical truth and strange new observations, to badly go where too many have gone before. (laughs) 